Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 413. How are you today? Uh, today is um, first episode of, of the end of the year, coming in for December. That's uh, pretty special, I guess. I don't know what makes it special. It means we're going to have a holiday episode. We usually have one of those. Don't know how it's going to be this year. Probably be kind of the same oldy stuff. You know how it goes. Um, You can expect that here in a couple of weeks. Coming up uh, this month. That will happening now, even. Excuse me. Um, We have wrapped up Old Man's Journey. We have started a new Let's Play, a new replay of Final Fantasy Tactics. We're going to be with that one for a little while. We wrapped up Tunic's stream last week. We're going to have a new one called Islets this week. Videos for that are available, of course. And, um... Oh, what do you say on the show this week? We talk about Final Fight. Read some reviews for Final Fantasy Origins. And, as always, some strange news. Sounds like a good deal to me, right? Right. Let's get into it then. When Hagar became mayor of Metro City, he thought he had put his street fighting days behind him for good. No such luck. His delectable daughter, Jessica, had been kidnapped by the lawless Mad Gear gang, and Hagar must face his final fight. That's why it's called Final Fight. This is Final Fight. For the uh, <clears throat> Super Nintendo, developed and published by Capcom, released in September of 1991. 
It is a beat-em-up, um, an arcade port of a game of the same name, Final Fight. And uh, it's a game we got when we had our Super Nintendo. We had uh, we didn't get the kit that had Mario and all that with it. I don't know why. It would have been better. But my parents said, we're buying you boys a Super Nintendo. We got the just like the standalone, and then we each picked a game. And uh, someone picked Final Fight, and someone picked Street Fighter. <clears throat> Pardon me. I don't know who picked what anymore, which is fine. Totally okay. Uh, except that I much rather would have played Mario than Final Fight. Final Fight is a great game on an arcade. It is not very good at home. Uh, I have a problem with beat-em-up games at home. They get old. They get boring. They're all about 20 to 30 minutes too long. That's kind of how I feel about Final Fight. These four episodes are going to come in uh, at about an hour. Yeah, the game could have been 45 minutes and it would have been better. Just shorten every stage up just a little bit and it'll be fine. But did they do that? No. But you can see the descent into madness that happens when you play a beating a beating him, beating game, a beat em up game by yourself for an hour. Why by myself? Because I don't have any friends. of a time keeping my throat clear this week. I apologize. I've done all my usuals and it's just not just not sticking. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we can get through these reviews okay. Um, speaking of, got any regular contributors over here? Nobody in the detailed? Nobody in the full? Nobody in the in the quick reviews either. So let's just take a take a scroll down memory lane here. Um, 
lot of lot of tens, a lot of nines. I'll be damned if I know why. Somebody gave it a two in a full review. It says a blast from the past. Uh, that's by Void Cure. Detailed review from Lunatic Sugizo. It says Final Fantasy One was amazing. Final Fantasy Two was disappointing. Um. game that should not be missed. Want to see how far Final Fantasy has come. The best PlayStation game in a long time. It, it upsets me greatly. It upsets me greatly. We're going to read this one. We're going to read that one. Um... I will do this one. Starting with Kid Sock in 2004, who reviewed this game in 2003, going back in time, says, are you old school? School spelled with a K. I, Garland, will knock you all down, they say. Sadly, that line, one of the greatest horror translations ever, was redone to sound more threatening. But that is the low point of the beautiful remakes of Final Fantasy 1 and 2 that make up Final Fantasy Origins. I actually kind of like the, the line. Maybe that's just me. Graphics, nine. Yes, I know that the PSX is a 32-bit machine and the graphics are 16-bit quality, but I don't care. First of all, every nook and cranny of this game has been retouched to look like a mix between Final Fantasy V and VI. And that's a very big jump. Plus, the spells look short and sweet. Plus, there are some pretty good FMVs that explain the outset better, including the FF2 gang fleeing from Flynn before being attacked by the D-Knights. That was in parentheses, no punctuation. Music 10. Just like the graphics, FFO's music have been redone in full orchestral-esque style, and it sounds really purdy, too. And he did say purdy. Gameplay 10+. This is what made Final Fantasy the big moneymaker it is today. It played like a dream in the NES days, and it plays even more so in the PSX version by smoothing out the kinks, like a dash button, switching targets automatically if original target was killed, etc. If you feel really old school, you can turn those off. Extras 8. As if the remaking in the visual and sound department wasn't enough, you also get analysis on enemies you've defeated and an item checklist, original art from a mono, and something extra. A magic spell? Question mark. Oh yeah, that was changed too. Again, parentheses, no punctuation. Fun factor 10. Um... Duh, in today's age of uber-mega FMV gaming, people will pay $200 for some new system with nothing really in the fun department than $30 remakes of games that revolutionized gaming for one sole reason. They were fun. Gripes, just to remind us that no game is perfect. Classic lines left out. With the retranslation of FF1, all of the English was taken out. A real blow to hardcore old schoolers. School not spelled with a K that time. And off on off slash on if you soft reset start select left one left two r1 r2 l1 l2 i guess you only go to the title of the game you are playing if you want to change games you have to get up and turn off your psx overall 10 this is retro at its greatest even the retranslation won't bring that much nostalgia plus it's the u.s debut of ff2 you gotta love that kid sock gave it a 10 Despite giving it a 9 and an 8, I'm guessing that 10 plus he gave it made up for that. And I don't, I don't understand the gripes. I think it was... Because the way it's formatted, it's gripes hyphen just to remind us that no game is perfect. And then it's classic lines left out hyphen. I think gripes was probably supposed to be like the category. 
It's an odd review, sir. It's an odd review. More on that later. Next, IMS or IMZ2003 says, They did it. They actually made a perfect game better. Just before this game came out, I got ANES and along with some other classic games, Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Hold on a minute. It was stunning. I had played the other eight games, which transformed me into a great fan, and then getting these two, I could see how it all began. Then, without warning, the remake remake came out, Excuse me, and I, of course, purchased it. I couldn't believe it. They had actually made the perfect game better, and they had definitely improved graphics. And although I hate to admit it, being a person who values gameplay over everything else, it made it much more playable. They had also improved the storyline, battle system, and sound quality. Everything was that little bit better. Let me give you an example. The first scene. After a couple of paragraphs of background info, you start with a little character on a field of pure flat green in RGB terms, 02550. Those are your color values. There is a town in the castle enclosed in a thin white wall. I entered the town to find yet another flat green texture and a couple of flat colored buildings. Not that impressive for a person who grew up on Mega Drive and early PlayStation graphics. I wandered around, bought some weapons and armor, some magic also. Then, after hearing the repeated comments of the barely animated villagers, I proceeded to the castle. In this flat gray building full of guards, uh, droning about light warriors, I found little. Then when I went upstairs to the king's room and deciphered from the few sentences that I had to go north and something about a knight named Garland. I took this opportunity to improve my character statistics, or train them up, as I call it. After going north, I became nearly dead from excessive training. I thought, there's probably an inn or something at that castle. How wrong I was. I was quickly slaughtered by the boss I encountered without any warning. That was it. Game over and disheartened. I didn't play on the game until Final Fantasy Origins was released. Oh boy, we're going to have some words, IMZ. Now, although I've been critical about the first incarnation of this game, it was, nevertheless, brilliant for its time. Now, the remake was brilliant for this time, which is astounding for a 16-bit game in an era where its predecessors had reached four discs of three-dimensional bliss. This is what I found in the remake. And then he says, Remake. After a nice CG sequence, I appear as a well-drawn warrior with a textured pasture. There is a town and a castle. I enter the town of lush textures and beautifully animated characters where there is a tutorial by some old men. I buy magic and weaponry. As I try to exit, a guard blocks my way and I am forced to talk to him. He says that I am in fact the light warriors and I am automatically snapped to the castle. With brilliant textured walls and carpets, I am told about the Princess Sarah and Evil Knight Garland. Then the new hospitable textures make me want to explore, and I find much more out. But let's not spoil the story. It is now obvious that I should do my training, just outside Cornelia, the town, within reach of the safety of the inn. It was there I noticed that every area had improved textures and a slight battle system change. And the story for Final Fantasy II is similar. Perfection improved. They've also packed in great extras like Bestiary. The list of improvements is truly endless. That's the whole review. IMZ played up to Garland, died, didn't play it anymore at all, and then played the remake. You can get to Garland in the first five minutes. Easy. Like, you can just walk into town, buy your stuff, walk out and go. And so he said, it was perfect. I never, I didn't beat the first boss. It was perfect. You didn't even mention playing 2. How did you play 2 on an NES? 2 never had an NES release. Had a Famicom release, but that's different. I think, IMZ, you're full of crap. 
and your 10 is full of crap. Finally, Non-Scorer, also in 2003, because everybody reviewed it when it came out, begins with the title, maybe origin alls, like origin alls, but not necessarily better. And then they begin. Hey, yeah. I want to start out by saying that I'm a big fan of the Final Fantasy series, but for the most part, I believe the early games up to Final Fantasy 3, uh, up to the US Final Fantasy 3, far surpass the later games like US Final Fantasy 7, 8, etc. So I'm a little biased in that I prefer the simpler games. That said, let's get on with this quick review. Story. The stories for both games are simple in nature. Since I'm better familiarized with the first Final Fantasy, I will use it as the example. You start out with one goal, to save the princess. By the time you complete that, in perhaps a half hour, half hour, you are on a quest to revive the crystals of the world and bring peace back to the earth. This is so simple that your characters never say a word. You can only talk to people in towns, caves, etc. This being the case, you don't get much in a sense of being an actual character in the game, even though you can change the characters' names. It isn't as cool as the stories in the later series, but it's far simpler than Final Fantasy VII's storyline, which doesn't become much clearer until several hours of gameplay. Wrong there. I'm grabbing a video here real quick. Okay, pause. Uh, story score eight. Graphics. Neither game is going to win any awards nowadays with their graphics. They don't have the polygon pushing of the new games, even with the PS1 engine. In my opinion, the graphics in the original Final Fantasy game for the NES is actually better than this updated look. The player characters looked more rugged in the older game, and you get to playing it for a bit though. The enemies are created better, and the fiend bosses have more detail and are much bigger than in the actual original games. Overall though, the graphics are only on par with what one would expect from such a game. Graphics score 5. Gameplay. I feel the story is the real meat of any RPG, but gameplay is important too. Final Fantasy 2 had some difficult to understand concepts on level building. It's too similar to Final Fantasy Legend 2 for the Game Boy. Because of that, I am lowering my overall score for gameplay. Other than that, the gameplay is exactly what I would have expected, which, due to the limitations of the old systems they were played on, is okay by me. Gameplay score, 8. Overall experience. Ah, the old feelings are back, even with the updated looks and the updated sounds, which aren't really better than the originals, you can still feel the older game's experience just like you used to. Every time you said updated, it's been in quotes. The games are quick, much easier than the later Final Fantasy game series editions, but a worthwhile experience. If you loved the first Final Fantasy, you have to play this game. If you haven't played it before, I don't necessarily know if you want to play this. Your expectations may be higher than these games can pull off. Overall, if you like the series, play the game. Peace. Overall score, 6. And, um... I'm much more on on board with non-scorer here than I am with anybody else. There's a lot of 10s, there's a lot of 9s. Um, that 2 is our lowest score, there's a 5, a uh, couple 5s, and it looks like for the most part people who gave it low scores did so because of Final Fantasy 2. Um, before we go, I'm going to click through, okay, so I have my, my first video here for Final Fantasy 1. It is 19 minutes, 58 seconds long. It, the first two minutes was me building a party because we went to random.org and selected. So considering that there's going to be some chit chat involved, I'm just gonna scoot through here. We started at two minutes. Fought a battle there. Went over stats, magic. Lucky 
Taki, grindy grindy. I got to Garland at it looks like 17 minutes. Had him beat in one minute. So 19 minute video. The last minute and a half is um plot. The first three minutes is setup. Everything in between that is me just walking there and fighting. But there was a lot of, you know, this is with this, this is with this. Introductory Let's Play episode stuff. Just wanted to say that. Here's what I think. I think Origins looks, sounds, and feels like somebody took the original game and tried to build it in Game Maker. That's what it looks, sounds, and feels like to me. I don't think some of these people, IMZ being one of them, he says the people in the NES version are barely animated. They're no more animated in the PlayStation version. Like, they have, like, their two frames. They have left arm forward, right arm forward. That's all they got. That's all anybody got. Um, he did mention that in the uh, in the NES version, you're just kind of on your own. Go and do what you want to do. If you want to go to the castle and talk to the king, you can. If you're playing the PlayStation game, you have to. I don't particularly like that. Um, but then that's because I've been playing this game for ever. The graphics look good, but I don't find them charming like I did the originals. There is something about the, the kind of... Well, like Nonscore said, they look rugged. There's something about the just rough roughness of it that makes it charming to me. And you, you, you know, upgrade all the everything and it, it just loses that. It, it looks really commercialized because that's exactly what it was. You know, this was not, this was not Square saying we have a new idea for a game. Let's make it. This is Square saying we have a new idea to make money. Let's make it. And they're a corporation. That's their job to make money. I don't fault them for that. Um, it doesn't mean I have to like it. And, and this is really what started the whole, oh, we need a version of this for this and this and this and this and this. I know there's a Final Fantasy 1 and a Final Fantasy 2, but there's nine different consoles we could release it for now. Handhelds and home alike. We better get on that. I think the music in the game is good. I think the um, new orchestrations are not particularly good. Some of them are perfect. Some of them are obnoxious. Graphics, same thing. I do like some of the gameplay tweaks. Um, the auto-targeting thing, dash button, some of that is all okay. Uh, I just... It, it's not a thing that needed to exist. And it exists, and it's not... I'm not gonna, you know, ding it for that, but... My, my Final Fantasy experience has not improved because of Origins. In fact, I've just started recording the Final Fantasy Origin uh, 2 version on that's on Origins. And, you know, they, they got some things right. They got some things not so right. But the one thing that sticks out in my mind every time that something like this gets re-released, or, or was re-released anyway, on a, on a PlayStation, is load times. Those load times. Especially in Final Fantasy 2, where you might go eight steps and have a battle every eight steps. Now you've got the load time to open the battle, you've got the load time to end the battle, and open the map, and it just adds so much time. 
Other than that, though, we're not going to get into each game individually. We've already reviewed Final Fantasy 1 and 2 in the past, so we're not going to talk about them here. But as the collection, I think it's fine. I think the originals are more fun. lead story this week is awesome ladies and gentlemen i'm sure it is let's find out together get those pens and pencils and google forms ready the tampa bay times is inviting readers and anyone else around the world to submit their grievances the best of which the times will publish to celebrate festivus on december 23rd the upai reported that this will be the eighth year for the times airing of grievances the custom is one feature of the holiday which was introduced on a seinfeld episode in 1977 and then Good old news of the weird. They did the same thing, people doing the, the reviews. Here's an entire sentence that is in parentheses. You might also remember the unadorned metal pole and feats of strength. Happy Festivus, everyone. You know, I was really hoping that when Seinfeld went away, it was just going to go away. And it continues to linger like a, like a dead mouse in a crawl space. Precocious Ann Arbor, Michigan police chase chased a stolen 17-ton forklift through city streets for an hour on November 25th, NBC News reported in what they called a very dangerous situation. 
Especially so since the driver was a 12-year-old boy. The boy allegedly found the construction vehicle outside Forsyth Middle School, Forsyth, excuse me, with the keys inside. While no one was injured, the forklift struck 10 cars as it crawled through neighborhoods with law enforcement in pursuit. At one point, officers warned other cars that he was lowering the hooks, don't go in front of it. The boy was taken into custody and moved to a juvenile detention center. It's not much of a chase. Those things don't go very fast. <clears throat> the passing parade. I'm having it my way. Appeared to be the message from the large inflatable Burger King Whopper that came loose outside a restaurant in Newburgh, Oregon and took off through the windy streets. K-O-I-N TV. That's Coin TV. Reported that the sandwich began its journey around 7 a.m. on November 11th and crashed into a smoke shop before hitting an American flag and another business. Amy Kepler of the Newburgh Police Department said that, strangely, they didn't receive any 911 calls about the burger, and no injuries or damage were reported to police. It happened very quickly and did not affect traffic. Oregon knows how to handle a crisis, I guess. Unconventional weaponry, ladies and gentlemen. Dateline Miami. Sandra Jimenez, 44, is cooling her heels at the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center in Miami, in Florida, after she attacked her boyfriend of eight years on November 25th at their home, Fox 35 TV reported. Fox 35 TV, I think, shows up a lot in the show. According to the victim, as the couple argued about him, quote, looking at other women, Jimenez allegedly jumped on him as he lay on the couch and stabbed him in the right eye with one of her dog's rabies-shot needles. She then left the house, and he called police, who took him to the hospital. Officers later found her asleep in a vehicle outside the home and arrested her for aggravated battery. Jimenez told them her boyfriend's injuries were self-inflicted. I often stab myself in the eye with rabies needles. Syringes, I guess. Government in action. Iris Logan, 70, uh, converted her front yard in St. Paul, Minnesota, into an expression of her individuality more than 30 years ago, the Associated Press reported. But the city inspector is fed up with her stones, statues, and decorative art and has given her until December 22nd to clear it out. I'm a rock lover, Logan said. If I see a rock I like, I try and roll it to my car in a 2x4. A petition supporting Logan gained 150 signatures. It's not about the aesthetics, said Justin Lewandowski, a community organizer. It's about our identity and how we, as residents, engage with each, each other and with city policy. So are you, are you for it, Justin, or not? It sounds, sounds very like you don't know. Meanwhile, Kansas, emboldened by their vote to keep abortion legal in 2022, have spoken again. On November 28th, Governor Laura Kelly announced that the state will halt production on the, quote, ugly as sin new license plates that were supposed to roll out in 2024. Fox News reported that some drivers balked at this design because it too closely resembled the University of Missouri's colors. Others thought the golden black plate was Kelly's nod to New York, her home state. Others call it slapdash and dull. The governor promised a future public vote on possible new designs. Let's do some research. Kansas license plates. <clears throat> it does look kind of New York-y. Love that. I don't know what the current one is, though. For a better Kansas license plate design, we need a history lesson. Well, the old ones are just black with white letters. Uh, Idaho's old ones were white with green letters. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it looks not so great. Let's see what the current plates look like. I don't know that I've ever seen a Kansas plate. Um, those look white. Some wheat. That one's... I don't know. It's just a license plate, man. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, the continuing crisis, only in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, on November 28th, as a big gust of wind rolled through Washington, D.C., the fully decorated National Christmas tree was blown over, WUSA-TV reported. That's triple USA. The National Park Service had to replace a snapped cable and install reinforcement cables and concrete blocks to secure the tree, but the lighting ceremony went on as planned. Is that a weird story? A tree blew over. The golden age of air travel, a woman flying from Orlando to Philadelphia on November 20th on Frontier Airlines apparently couldn't hold it another second, WKRC-TV reported. Sorry, everybody, she said in a video captured by traveler Julie Hartman before pulling her pants down and squatting in an aisle to urinate. According to the woman, she had been told by a flight attendant that she couldn't use the restroom. One woman on the video can be heard saying, that poor little boy, about a child sitting next to the spot where the woman squatted. Why couldn't she use the restroom? Give me the reason. Story of wait what? A 35-year-old man from Vietnam went to the hospital in Dong Hoi on November 24th with severe headaches, fluid discharge, and a loss of vision, Metro News reported. When doctors did a CT scan, they discovered two broken chopsticks that were penetrating into his skull from his nose. Apparently, the man had been in a fight several months before and didn't remember much about it, but he said he thought something might have been stabbed into his face. Surgeons removed the chopsticks, and the patient is recovering. Story of yikes, a man in Shaiman, China used the smart toilet in his home on November 10th after he first, um, hold on. As a man, there we go. As a man in Shaiman, China used the, quote, smart toilet in his home on November 10th, he first smelled smoke right before the toilet burst into flames. He didn't have time to pull his shorts back up, but he did manage to capture pieces of the toilet with flames emerging from the, or pictures, excuse me, with flames emerging from the bowl. Oddity Central reported that the owner believed a short circuit was to blame. Other incidents of toilets bursting into flame in China have been reported over the last two years. Burning ring of fire indeed. Thanks, Oddity Central. I hate you. We'll talk about sketchy Chinese electrical in a second. Wrong place, wrong time, our final story. Christopher Boyd, 32, was riding in a car on November 27th in Evansville, Indiana, when it pulled over for an obs license plate. Oh, it was a Kansas one. The smoking gun reported all of this stuff. Boyd was patted down and officers found a, quote, small bag with multiple pills in his sock. Boyd tells them he uses Percocet for pain from a bullet lodged in his spine. Police noticed he tensed up when being searched in his groin area. They asked if he had anything stuffed in his groin or buttocks, and he said he did not. But when they arrived at the station, Boyd was, quote, walking with a limp and appeared to be clenching his buttocks. A trip through the scanner identified a large object, a Smith & Wesson handgun of about five inches in length in his rectum. The manufacturer does claim the pistol is, quote, perfectly suited for concealed carry. Another sentence, wholly in parentheses. It was not reported whether the weapon was loaded. Boyd also had two plastic bags of marijuana tucked next to his scrotum. He was booked into the Vanderburg County Jail. I'll bet he's just a blast at parties. You know, I think I would probably tensed up if if a stranger started patting around my groin. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him for that. I don't, you know. 
you're in a tense situation. <clears throat> even even without the gun uh, uh, holstered, just you know, no, you don't touch that. This is this is my spot. This is my place. My special purpose. everybody that's it for this week's episode i do hope you had a good time with it i know i sure did nothing i like more than doing this except eating sleeping drinking many other things no it's fine i i do hope you enjoyed it it was a good time i think right totally uh, if you did enjoy please consider giving us a like and a rating and whatever else wherever uh you listen to your podcast since we're available pretty much all over the place. Uh, check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. If you'd like to check out videos for Final Fantasy Origins, Final Fight, Tunic, Islets, all of that, you can do so over at jasonscroovemachine.com where I have a small update. Um, the website I was using to host my audiobook stuff is uh, down. It's gone down three or four times. I emailed the guy the first couple times and he got it up pretty much right away, but it was down again the other day when I went to add one, so I've, I've dropped that. Um, I'm working on getting them relocated elsewhere, so in the meantime, if you want to check out any audiobook stuff, uh, there's some on my, my YouTube channel. I know everybody's clamoring for that. While you're over there at jasonscrewmachine.com, if you'd like to find me on Post, there's a link to it there, which is post.news, and I'm Jason G-R-V-A-N over yonder. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash electric left. There's also a link to that on the Jason's Groove Machine website. 
And uh, if you'd like to join me on uh, Monday nights for streams of games like Pilots, you can do so. I'm over on Twitch. Links abound to all of these things on the Jason's Groove Machine website. Because, you know, I don't want to be hard to find. I just want to be difficult to track down like a kid on a forklift. Thank you, everybody. I will see you later.